<laughs> What's happening, weirdos? I know I always say it, but it's great. This is a great one. Yeah. I love this one. I love it. We weren't around last week uh, because we talk about it, but this one made up for it. We even remembered all the funny stuff that we said in the episode that we tried to record, but we couldn't uh, we couldn't release. Oh, boy. <laughs> so go to PeteHolmes.com. I just added Cleveland. Mm. I just added Denver. And I'm coming to Minneapolis to take my special. It's all on PeteHolmes.com. And if you like this show, it means a lot. Please try a Pete's Pick. Katie, roll those ads. Uh, also, you can try a Pete's Pick. These are products that I actually use and actually love, like our friends at Living Libations. I'm, I'm mindful about what I put in my body, but years ago I realized I wasn't being careful about what I put on my body, which of course ends up in your body. I was buying shaving cream and face washes that I thought were good because they had fancy French names or they were what everybody seemed to be using. But of course, these products are filled with chemicals linked to disease and toxicity levels never intended for human consumption. And I realized I want to eat food where I recognize the ingredients and I want my skincare to be the same. So enter living libations not only the best and most effective skincare hair eyes teeth baby care products that i've ever found but also the most natural that means made exclusively with plants and oils and extracts that not only will you recognize but you'll be able to easily pronounce and they work and they're high end and they're gorgeous and the packaging is nice and they are effective and you'll be able to read it and feel good about what you're putting on slash in your body now that it's summer having a natural zinc based sunblock for lila is so important and so many of them that i found online claim to be natural but they just aren't just look a little closer for words that have like nine consonants in a row and then a number that's not natural just because there's zinc in it and 50 other chemicals doesn't make it natural but their love the sun sunblock at living libations not only works but we feel great about putting on our baby and ourselves all summer long and a little goes a long way this is a great way to support the show because you probably have a face teeth hair skin eyes maybe even a baby get something small get something big whatever your skin needs they have a premium natural and wonderful product to replace the random chemical nightmare that they sell at 7-eleven so for 15 percent off and show your support of the show go to livinglibations.com slash weird livinglibations.com slash weird and for those of you watching the video you can see probably recognize i'm always wearing my apollo neuro if there is one piece of tech that has changed my life the most in the past years and vals it's hands down been our Apollo Neuros. Apollo Neuro is a new wearable piece of tech that helps your body recover from stress by sending vibrations into your body that gives your nervous system the sensation of being touched or held. Apollo can help you relax, sleep, focus, and be more productive. It's like a wearable hug for the nervous system using touch therapy to help you feel safe and in control. Mine is running right now, and I love that I found this. It's like finding the fuse box for your emotions, for your feelings, for your body. You open it up. You can, you can wear the uh, Apollo on your wrist or on your ankle. The settings are energy and wake up. I use it all the time, especially when I'm driving or if you don't want more coffee. Social and open, great for parties. Clear and focus, great for work. Rebuild and recover, great for after a workout or a tense situation. Calm, great for meditation. Unwind, great for the end of the night when maybe you don't want to have a cocktail or smoke something. You can let your body relax you with the help of the Apollo uh, and fall asleep. I mean, a chemical-free way to lull yourself asleep or back asleep. I use it 
every single night. Apollo Neuro is not a woo-woo product. It's not a mood ring or a crystal. It was developed by a neuroscientist and a board-certified psychiatrist who've been studying the impacts of chronic stress in humans for nearly 15 years. And the Apollo's effects on stress, sleep, cognitive performance, and recovery have been proven in multiple clinical trials and real-world studies. So give yourself a gift. Give someone you love a gift that's uh, struggling with stress or overwhelm like we all are. And go to apolloneuro.com slash weird. You'll get 10% off. That's A-P-O-L-L-O-N-E-U-R-O.com slash weird. Use promo code weird at checkout for 10% off. Show your support for your body. Show your support for this show. All right, everybody. We made it weird. We're here. We're not going to do the we're we're thing. The three we're's. (laughs) We're here. The two we're's and the get used to it. We're not going to do that. We're here. We're here. Get used to it. (laughs) For for the chant for straight people. We're We're here. here. We're We're here. here. Get Get used used to it. it. Um, Um, We're here. We're here. Get into it. (laughs) Beef boxing. (laughs) Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to Beef Boxing. I'm DJ Beefbox. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Every song ends with a toilet flush. <laughs> That's got to be a thing actually. Beef boxing in Japan? Are you shitting me? <laughs> uh or for like kids, like there's so much fart and poop material out there for kids. Oh yeah. Farting around the house with Mr. Fart. Yeah. Great song. We can't sing it because of the royalties or the rights or what is the thing? We can play it. We've played, Lord knows we've played. I know. I was just, I guess uh, I was trying to like. Not play it? Yeah. (laughs) For those of you who don't, well, we've talked about the phenomenon that Leela will say just yesterday. Just yesterday, was it? (laughs) I'm so happy to be with you. I am so happy to. I'm not going to talk. She wanted a song called Froggy Leap, and there was a song called Froggy Leap. Wait, this morning while I was dropping her off at school, she asked for a song called Froggy Jump, and she was like, "I listened to it with Dada." Yeah, and we, I, there was a song called Froggy Jump. It might be. I might have got it wrong. But they never once talk about frogs jumping. They talk. And is it sung sung by a somewhat? I say this is a person who has a somewhat effeminate voice. So a somewhat effeminate voice and a New York accent that you only realize like halfway through. I thought it, this person I think was Australian, but I could be getting it wrong. Okay. This was not Australian. And he was like, and now all the froggies swim. Uh, and now all the froggies lick or whatever they don't lick. But <laughs> I think it's the same song. And I was like, when did these froggies jump? jump. This is it's called Froggy this Jump. This is bullshit. It was bullshit. This is bullshit. <laughs> and now well, all the froggies lie. <laughs> and he doesn't mean prostrate. No. I've been lying down too long. I have prostrate cancer. Oh, oh no. no. Did no. I tell? Oh, I, did I? Did I? Did I? Did I? Did I? Did I talk about did I? how I had my prostate checked? 
Did I talk about this yet? No, because remember... It was on the episode we were gonna talk about this. You guys, sorry there was no episode last week. Sorry. Blame our four-year-old child. Sorry, not sorry. New rule. Send all your hate mail to Leela Cheney Holmes and I give our address. (laughs) (laughs) It It was a true... I tried my best to make the best. It's like a poem. I tried my best to make the best. Yeah, but in the poem. end, I put it to rest. It is a bad poem. It's, <laughs> it's like, an AI poem it or a chat poem. GPT. You can just say AI. Can I? Can I? <laughs> can AI? Can I? Um, <laughs> but she wouldn't stop coming in. I tried to make the best of it. And it, like three, four interruptions in, I was, um, I had had it. Not with Leela, <laughs> certainly. I mean, I wasn't like, we just called it. We were like, we can't do you it. Can't. The times yeah. of doing it when she's in the room, uh, in the house are over. But anyway, yeah. what I want, I'm glad it's coming up. There's two things. One was, I made you laugh so hard. I, I remember it fondly. Hmm. And it got erased. Forever. Is <laughs> I said, if I ever, I catch myself rehearsing for scenarios that will never happen. Like, I, I know Donald Glover a little bit. And if we ever freestyle <laughs> rap, battle i have it in my back pocket that childish gambino rhymes with mild fish branzino <laughs> be like childish gambino more like a mild fish branzino <laughs> like it's so dumb you laughed so hard it just really it's, just a, it's so endearing that you like drive around kind of rehearsing yeah like and if that, that happens just, you're like oh, like i just would have loved to be in your brain when you realized that and then like the fantasies of you like in some sort of parking garage doing a rap battle well i was listening to child (laughs) of course why are they always in a parking garage there's graffiti on the wall yeah yeah it's black and white yeah Uh i thought about this you know I, i i've probably mentioned it on this pod before but like nothing is cool when it's presented, it's cool. Right. But Childish Gambino, who I just got into, and I'm really, I just found out that the record I've been listening to, I thought it just came out, mm. but it came out like, I don't know, a long time ago, mm-hmm. like 2016 or something. Oh, yeah. Because of the internet. Yeah. Because that was, internet. wasn't that his first one? I don't Somehow know I just missed, I missed it. But it, yeah. it, I saw the record in a store, like on display. Mm-hmm. But now I realized they were like, remember this classic? <laughs> like that's, <laughs> that's what they, I was kind of like, ooh, what's this? But in my defense, that's kind of the world we're living in. Like you, oh, yeah. you, things are released to you when you discover them. Yeah. I know there's a wave, like the fans and the promotion, but a lot of us are just kind of floating around and you see a thing and you listen to it. And that was the release date (laughs) for you. (laughs) Too much. It's kind of, yeah, I don't know how else you find out about release dates these days unless you're on Instagram or Twitter. Yes. I think Spotify might bug you if you tell it to bug you. Maybe. But... My point is, so it has some really cool <laughs> white guy review. It has some really cool lyrics. Lyrics? Really funky beats. He puts together, but he, uh, he strings a, of a, words. A soundscape that you just want to move to. It's one of my favorite <laughs> moments in the British office. There's a, a black guy joins the office in the second season. Mm-hmm. And Ricky Gervais, it always just catches the tail end or like of a conversation. You didn't see the whole thing. <laughs> so it, I know. And it cuts. He's leaning on the guy's desk. 
there's so many good moments. But he's just going, for the new poets, they're looking to Cambridge and Oxford. Dr. Dre, Tupac, <laughs> these are your new po- poet laureates. And the guy is just like clearly, because of the power imbalance, yeah. just has to be like, oh, mm-hmm. mm, yeah. There's another moment where the the word mixed comes up and he re- re- gestures to him and he's like, yeah, I'm mixed. Like, it's like so insane. But anyway, my point is, <clears throat> here's my point. I'm sorry. <laughs> It doesn't matter. I'll try and think of one of the cool lyrics. There's a lyrics where he says, um, it's it's in the first track, and he says, like, murder a white bitch with the same black gloves on. And it's like this real, like, badass Ooh. line. It's like an OJ reference. Uh-huh. And I know that's a murder, and we shouldn't make light of it, but hip-hop, <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. It is. It's a juiced-up line. Mm-hmm. I just made it very corny. But anyway, I listened to it, and... Um, it, that is still a guy. It's what I was doing. It's I was in a car mm. going, what if I freestyle battle Donald Glover, Childish oh, yeah. Franzino, Mild Fish... Uh, <laughs> childish Franzino! Mild Fish Gambino. <laughs> I called him Childish Franzino. You are... That's how it's actually going to come out, is one day you will be in a conversation with him and you'll be like, I've been really loving Childish Franzino. I... Look... I know. He's like Prince. You know, he's like Prince. I, I Sure. He's dope as fuck. Uh-huh. And because I've known him, you know, peripherally l- l- running same circles, not like super chums. Yeah. Um, I still know him as a comedian and think that I could be totally wrong. That if anyone could get away with going like, and you know, I love Mild Fish Branzino and just kind of trying to like work it in and hit, have him laugh yeah. meaning the burden is less oh, yeah. for him to uphold his princeness no, with I, me absolutely. does that make sense oh yeah like no. if rolling stone was interviewing you get it you get it. i get it i think that he is i think that he is pretty public about there being a difference in childish gambino's persona yes. and his persona right and i think if you were intentionally doing that he would think it was very funny probably I but I was saying it would be so funny that like in the movie you've planned this very cool moment where you use it to burn him. It's, but it results yes. in you talking saying to him and accidentally Brands, you know. saying childish friends, you know, and not realizing. But you know what you said, it. baby. You know what's even worse. What this is actually, I love that <laughs> to pitch off of that. What's even worse is we do rap battle. And he calls me bloated John Ritter. <laughs> Looks like I'm from a service for a babysitter. <laughs> These great, types of things. Great. And then I'm, there's a little Buddha smile on my face. Cause you know, and I look at you and, and you nod at me and I nod at you. <laughs> and then the, it's my turn. He destroys me. Mm-hmm. He destroys me. Um, and then I'm like, well, here it comes. And I save it for the last bars Mm -hmm. they go childish gambino more like mild fish branzino and everyone like like the dj even has the wherewithal to go like like you it's not it's not good but it's not good i'm sorry oh childish gambino more like a mild fish colon branzino who here's had branzino that is fork tender a light, flaky fish. That's not a hip-hop fish. 
It's so lame. Yeah. That thinking it would be good would be the worst thing I could do. <laughs> it would be better to say childish Branzino. Yeah. How about a mild fish Gambino? <laughs> like that, that's actually interesting. <laughs> like then people are like, huh, I wonder if he did that on purpose. <laughs> right. He really, he chose not to say the obvious. Right. But here's my point. And I've made it before and I'll make it again next Tuesday is mm-hmm. he was in his car going, mm. you know, uh, I, I can't think of the lyrics. It doesn't matter. Whatever the lyric is, it was just a, you know, same thing as me. Like a, not a door. I'm just saying. Yeah. It wasn't a cool dude. I him know. or anybody. Mm-hmm. Just lounging on a leather couch. Yeah. With a goblet. <laughs> and I know. being like. Maybe something about uh, murder a white woman with the same black gloves. It's not. It's it's like you're scratching things out and going like, maybe gloves. Or you're gloves, just. Gloves, glove, black glove. Because it was only one glove. Black glove, gloves, glove, gloves. Yeah. Or there was some it's version of it that was like. Stupid. Like black love with a woman. He's yes. Like, I don't know. And then Having like, black wait. love with a big black. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. And he has, to stop, he has to stop the beat. That's why I look. It never worked, but I wanted to do the bit about there was a time when Eminem was bad, and and he was just a dork, just Marshall. Yeah, and he went out on the porch and was like a flippity zip a dip 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 do. But you writing, know, and everyone was like, yikes. Writing a song is the like is the most vulnerable thing. I've been trying to do yes. it more. Like when I'm in the car, I'll just try to like you know think of songs. And it's so, I would rather, I'd rather a viral video come out of me on the toilet than yeah. anyone see. We were just talking about this. <laughs> the songs, have we talked about this on this pod? I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore either. <laughs> but the times that I've sat down to write an earnest song, mm. I when my wife left me, I wrote a song called Still Waiting for You to Come In. Oh. Oh, I didn't expect that. I thought you were going to be like... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I would be if it was anybody else, but I really like you. <laughs> I, the difference between, that's why like persona and mystique, all of that stuff is so important. That's why yeah. Donald making Childish Gambino is important. Yeah. It helps us buy it. So if I was Elliot Smith and I'm wearing trucker hats and smoking ciggies and always wearing black and just kind of moping about, and I was like, just waiting for you to come in, everyone would be yeah. like, oh. Yeah, but if it's me, I don't know. Is that right or is it bad? I don't know. I don't I think know. It, I think it might be bad. It, I don't know. I don't think it's so clearly b- bad. Like it can be. It's kind of like I, I just don't think I'll ever get over you. Yeah, still waiting for you to come in. I, I think Colin Hay like could a do. Country song. <laughs> I think he could do it. Yeah. I think Colin Hay could make that work. Yeah. I yeah, think so. I think I think like acting, like comedy, songwriting has so much to do with someone who's mastered the art of interior green lights. Mm-hmm. And the problem is if you suck, yeah, everyone will know. And it's like everyone kind of so painful for people oh to God. watch. It's a bad thing to be bad at. It's one of the worst. Like oh. petals of tomorrow are floating <laughs> on my tub. <laughs> Floating on my top as I'm soaking. 
petals, and they, they gesture to the audience <laughs> to sing along. Petals of tomorrow are floating on my tub. Come on! <laughs> floating on my tub while I'm so hawking. <laughs> like, I have a, I have a, what is that called? The, um, the auto harp? <laughs> That's yeah. an auto harp song. <laughs> petals of tomorrow are floating on my tub. Floating on my t- <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, Why isn't there a, a like a reality contest show for songwriters? I feel like that would be the first, the early days of that, like where you, you know, like American Idol, you have the really bad singers. It right, be really, really. That's where you get petals on on my tongue. The petals, but it's so hard to say. We were like, I I wanted to do a sketch called First Drafts because it was based on the idea that Tom Petty. We've talked about this maybe. But it's, um, you don't, no. And I won't back down. Hey, baby, there ain't no easy way out. Mm -hmm. It used to be, hey, baby, standing on the edge of the world. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. (laughs) Yes, that is your face. Just a beautiful woman laughing at long-faced TP. Just kind of like a dorky Floridian. With long golden hair, doing his best. That's his nightmare. Is that a beautiful woman would be like? <laughs> so he had to change on the it. Edge of the world. Stand, but here, Tom Petty, one of the best of all time. Of yeah, yeah. incredible. Um, wrote a kind of a. It just wasn't quite right. Yeah, standing on the edge of the world isn't quite right. So yeah. it kicked around for a while. Got changed to. Uh, there ain't no easy way out. Yeah. Then I was like. What are other first drafts that stink? And I, and I sang one to you the other day. It was, are you going to Scarborough <laughs> Fair? That is great because I need a ride. <laughs> 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 me. to pick me up at the curve. <laughs> I'll be the guy. Who's talking to you now? <laughs> like, just remember me from this moment. Remember me. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is great because I need a ride. Some people can't tell the difference between that and Parsley, Sage, Rosemary, well, and that, Time. I thought you were going to say that whole song still sounds like a first draft. Well, that's the magic. That's exactly what I'm saying. I what this is what we talked about last time. Jack Johnson, the phenomenon of Jack Johnson. Yeah, make a banana pancake. Make a banana pancake. That got erased so hard. That got Got erased. I have. I still have the file, but we're not going to put that on people. I made you laugh so hard because I was like, "It's just great to be here. We're going to make a banana pancakes." And you laughed and it's gone <laughs> and it's back because I was talking to our friend Michael, who's in Wilco. Um, and we were talking name about name drop. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what kind of flooring is this? Is it names of celebs? Is this you the, at this restaurant? You can just throw the names of celebs that you know right on the ground. <laughs> oh my god! You can just drop them right on the ground. Instead of sawdust at our bar, we put names of celebrities. <laughs> but anyway, we were discussing the the miracle that is Jack Johnson because. He Jack Johnson just sounds like a guy playing in your dorm's lounge. Yeah. And he also dresses like a guy who's just playing in your dorm's lounge. Yep. And he has a buzz cut. Mm-hmm. And he's just, he's always salty from the sea. <laughs> yeah. And he's just, and his whole mystique is, whoops, I wrote a hit song. And I'm over here going like, who is the colonel behind this Elvis that was like, hey, relax, boy, get over here. Or oh, yeah. is it him? Does he, he did the podcast. I didn't uncover any like 
hidden, you know, yeah. going like hardcore uh, drive necessarily. But yeah. think of, we were, this is what we said last time. So we're reheating this conversation just a tad, but I don't remember what we said. I was like, Jack Johnson, sure, there's bubbly toes and make a banana bunker, right? Mm-hmm. Those are sort of silly songs, M- meaning they're, they're, they're so light, light that yeah. it, it can be tricky at a party in in Brooklyn yeah. to put on Make a Banana Pancakes, right? Sure. But you could put on most of his music. Mm-hmm. This is my question. I feel like he's done an impossible thing, which is your mom, Make a Banana Pancakes comes on in her Honda and she bumps it, bumps it and grooves her little mom's shoulders. And make a banana pancakes comes on in my car, and I fucking dig it. Yeah, and he can. He's he, what? What is he? How did he do it? I know, and but I, I I reject the idea that he's just like whoops, like no hooks and catchy music is fucking hard. I remember him on your podcast saying that he like played a lot of restaurants and clubs and things Mm -hmm. like i think he did hustle more than it seems yeah his music's just so relaxed so you assume that he's that way but yeah um it's like songs you would write if you woke someone up from a nap like a perfect nap and they're like make a banana pancake (laughs) write that down write that down yeah Yeah. it's as simple as something as no one knows but what is the difference i don't think i don't think like hipsters are liking this music i don't i think there are people who are too cool for school that are like not putting jack johnson on i don't agree with them but i'm just saying <laughs> i disagree with i them. disagree no, I, I make a banana pancake sometimes look we, but... in this house we make a banana <laughs> pancakes i'm with you and i bet even some people are like childish gambinos over you have to listen to squid farm dua lipa. dua lipa <laughs> who will teach you how to speak spanish yeah <laughs> welcome to dua lipa we're hip-hop or any language Oh, I thought Duolingo was just Spanish. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, pardon me for being rude. It was it was me. And it was my food. This was a both and situation. <laughs> my food was definitely involved. <laughs> so anyway, I went and I had my prostate checked. Mm-hmm. How prostate it was, was it? <laughs> so I have a very beautiful, we go to the same doctor mm-hmm. and she's very beautiful. Yeah. She's a babe. She's a babe. Although I rarely ever get to see her mouth. (laughs) Well, well, I think, I think I just canceled you. What do you mean? Oh, because she's always wearing a mask. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You mean, I know you mean, you don't get to see the whole. I only get to see like half of her face. Yes. But also I I do really, you know, I'm a mouth person. Yeah. And you want to give her a little, little smoochies. (laughs) Thanks for the checkup. Thank you. Why can't we kiss our doctor? Why can't we kiss everyone? Why, let's start with doctors. Like, okay. like I, I'm like your campaign manager. I'm like, I hear you. That's a we'll big, get there. That's a big ask. That's a three-year plan. Congress is never going to go for that. Yeah, we're going to start with why can't you kiss your doctor? <laughs> okay. All right. And fair. I'm I'm with you yeah. because we do hug our doctor. Well, yes, we hug our doctor, but I don't think most people are hugging their doctor. But also, I agree. I think you should be able to hug your doctor. Yeah. I and also, I think you should give him a little speech. And I think when you're in there, you just start with like a... On the neck. On the neck. While the, you're hugging. I know, but the neck is very, it's more intimate than okay, the mouth. Okay, side of the head. Yeah, okay. Side and by of the, the way, when I'm kissing, I'm just to keep things nice and for your campaign, mm-hmm. I'm picturing a man with a beard. So it's mm-hmm. not sexual at all. It's, it's just kind of like, I love you. You're 
looking at my blood. You're you're taking... You're you're fingering my asshole. You can see my... You you cupped my balls. Let me... Just a little. Just a little. Let me kiss your head. head. Otherwise, this is weird. You're making this weird. I need to at least be able to kiss your head if you're going to put your finger in my butt. That's my oath. That's my rule. My hippopotamus says I kiss you. (laughs) Yours says do no harm. Mine says beyond that, let's add some pleasure. (laughs) Let's get some smoochies in here. (laughs) So I went for my yearly. Thank you. (laughs) When's the last time you had your yearly, everybody? (laughs) I, I put it off for at least four months. Yeah. Boring facts. I, I think, I, again, we're, we are privileged that we get to even go to the doctor. <laughs> but I don't yeah. think people are really getting yearly physicals that often anymore. My dad was not a good... Well, this actually goes back to what I'm saying. I, it turns out I have high cholesterol. And I'm just like, how... how my family is currently eating a chicken skin sandwich. Like, what is going on here? <laughs> like, I, I don't... And you told me the best thing, which is like, yeah, those people also have high cholesterol. They're just not getting checked. They're just not going to the doctor. Or if they do, the doctors are like, just take this medicine. Right. Which is fine. Fine. Okay, fine. Okay, but fine. Um, I went and she was like, oh, she, she's funny. So she was like, sorry. And I was like, what? She's like, I have to check your prostate. And I was like, again? Because she checked it last year. And I was like, I thought that was like a every four years thing. And she literally went, I don't know when you made that up. <laughs> And I was like, okay. And she said, uh, what did she say? She said, um, put your chest on the table. <laughs> so she's over there in the lo- in the uh, the auto zone. She's in the loo aisle of the auto zone. <laughs> and I am six foot six. And the table is about at my waist, which means it's about four feet away. It's like four feet lower than me. Yeah. Um, I can turn and lean and I'm sitting on this table. Like it's at my waist. Yeah. And I'm like, most dudes, you know, they're probably like halfway up their belly to that table and they put their chest on the table. That's a good bend. Mm-hmm. For me, I looked like one of those birds that drinks from a water glass, like my my big bird ass. <laughs> I bent down like a lowercase n, <laughs> if that makes sense. Like I, Because she told me to do it. So I put my chest on the table. I can't stress this enough. I looked like a tent. Uh. And my big ass. <laughs> my big squishy naked ass is just up in the air and i'm like (laughs) i I, my face is on the paper that deli paper and i just go this feels low you ate your butt was already out oh yeah and i go this feels low and she laughs so hard and that was one of the most pure comedy moments like i because you're so low status in that situation yes you're literally yielding and the stakes are kind of high the vulnerability is high it's so high and your your butt is so high (laughs) and uh the rest of the story isn't that interesting but i mean okay wait were you wearing a gown yeah okay so just naturally your butt's going to kind of come out when you bend. I, in my mind, I'm like, why does it have to, why does the whole butt have to be out? Why can't you just have it a little bit closed and she can kind of go through the crack in the gown? Should we go on a roller coaster like the movie Fear? And she can just sort of, <laughs> while we're riding, just. 
I don't know. I'm like, how do you you make? I just wonder. I guess here's <laughs> that fear roof got somebody good. I don't know who you are, but someone's <laughs> laughing that to get your prostate checked, you get on a roller coaster at night like Mark Wahlberg in fear. <laughs> I don't. I guess I don't know. The oh, reference. it's a ra- it's a rather famous uh, digital sex, meaning finger oh. sex scene on a roller coaster. Got it. Okay. So yes, my but I think. But I guess what I know about you is that you are quick to get naked. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. But I just do what they tell me. Yeah. And and when you're going to be, and I'm really trying to keep this, the, this, the joke of this isn't, I had something put in me. That's not, that's not yeah, the joke. Yeah, sure. It's 20, what year is it? 23, I think. I was going to say 2013. Jesus. <laughs> I thought Childish Gambino's record just came out. I actually thought it was about to come out in three years. <laughs> Um, the funny thing is I'm not used to being entered. <laughs> oh my God. And when you're going to be entered. Okay. I can't. When you go from shipping to receiving, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you follow every order. So that's why I put my chest on the table. I was like, whatever you say. Yeah. Like, and it, it, there is a little bit of fear. And we may, where is the line with doctors? You don't know where we were joking about it, that she has very small hands and she does. <laughs> and it was like a hummingbird pollinating like a, a flower. <laughs> it was the most gentle. I'm not saying it wasn't pleasant, but it wasn't unpleasant. It wasn't pleasant. Every time something's happened in my butt, I was like, I wish this did something for me, yeah. but it wasn't unpleasant. It was like, it was, it was nothing. Yeah. It could be happening to me right now. That's how nothing it was. And I was like, that's worth it. This doctor is the best doctor yeah. in the world. Yeah. But my overall, see if you can help me make this interesting. Cause I tried to do it on stage. Um, I just think it's so interesting that we're able to make going to the doctor so dignified. Right. It is. You go, you sit in a waiting room, you scribble on paper. Like you're going into like a, a place of the body. Yeah. Where shit and poop and pus and, and blood and blood, it's all at play. Mm-hmm. And it's like the cleanest place. And everything is very, really dignified. Yeah. I was, you know, anally probed. <laughs> And they took my blood. And all I got was this lousy t-shirt. <laughs> I do have a great t-shirt. But like they also took my blood, which we're going to take your blood. I know. And it won't hurt. I know some people have a needle thing, but if you can get over what I consider to be like a little ding of of discomfort. Yeah. You should be like, like you're being drained of your prana and it turns out I didn't need seven vials of that. Like I was, I was, I had overfilled my tank apparently cause I'm running fine. And you yeah. took seven vials of my shit. And like my point in the bit was of your shit of my blood. <laughs> Wrong time to use that. Yeah. But they, sh- it should be like it. I'm not trying to make anybody queasy or uncomfortable. I'm just saying like they should poke you and it should go like it should shoot blood all over the wall. That's yeah. how it should be. There should be some price you have to pay. But mm. the whole thing is like the Apple store. We take right. your blood, we diddle your diddle, we cup your nuts, and somehow the whole Wait, thing. Okay, what did she cup your nuts? Yeah, that's part of the boys. It is? Boys get cupped. What To feel for like testicular cancer? 
to see if you have a um, hernia, I think, hmm. that you haven't heard turn your head and cough. You're just now you're like, you have a <laughs> thing with our doctor. She just wanted a couple I thought turn your head and cough was the prostate. Was the no? Once bowel. they're in there, you don't have to do anything okay. other than keep it cool. <laughs> but when they cup, keep your... it tight, keep it right. <laughs> I'm telling you, the hummingbird. <laughs> she they cup the nuts, and then you have to turn your head, and you can do this. Like if you have, if you tear something mm. on the inside, if you have like an internal mm. hernia, mm-hmm. the first place you'll kind of feel it is in the ding dong. I don't know why. Mm. I think it's because it's, it's an outside inside. It should be up there. Yeah, it's a you know it's easier for although I guess we have the gynecologist, so we're getting or who has checked all the time, but. I mean, our vulvas. I don't need to make a cutesy name for it. What? Hoo-ha? I said hoo-ha. Um, I'm saying cup of the nuts. Have I said <laughs> cup of testicles the nuts and make a banana pancake. This is my point. Women, remember, I've tried to make this point before and it never works because it doesn't, it's not quite with the times. But I'm always making the joke that like women are always trying to be like, I don't want to use a cutesy name, my vulva. And I'm like... This is just good PR. It's like, let's call it a hoo-ha. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, because we don't need to get into all, all right, of that. Right, I don't right. agree. I feel like implicit in that is like, it's gross. Just don't let us think that it's gross. Try to make it nice. But my point is they're all gross. And that's why we're like my ding dong. Yeah, but I don't really agree with you that they're all gross. Even though I know that's a premise of one of my favorite bits of yours. Interesting. Um, I definitely think they're all on the per, the, I, the country I, itself isn't gross, but it shares a border with gross. I don't think <laughs> I don't think that it's any grosser than any other part of our bodies. If if it's gross, then the rest of our bodies are gross. The rest of our bodies are gross. Yeah, sure, I'll agree with that. But I think that genitals are. I think the idea of genitals are gross might be informed by like sexual shame from your past. Interesting. I don't know though. They are in the dark. They're down there. They're collecting fluids. They're, I, I don't mean vaginas. I mean all of them. Mm-hmm. Dingies and wingies. <laughs> we don't have. We don't wingies. have to get wingies. Into this. Yeah. Um. I like that. I'm saying wingies. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. But she always does like my breast exam, and like, I'm just always like. Are you really getting in there? It seems like she's doing. I feel the same the way about the bare minimum, and I'm like, when and then I, even this time she was like, and there are some like cysts in here, and I was like, I want to be like, are we getting those checked out? What are we doing? But she didn't seem worried about it, and I just don't. like an old dog. They're just like, this is normal. There's a lot of cyst action here. <laughs> yeah, I don't like this. I know. When I check my own nuts, which is like a couple peach pits in a like a coin purse filled with like jelly. <laughs> Okay. I'm sloshing them about. I'm, I'm everybody. Every you're guy, right. They are gross. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> every guy has the same experience because there's a part where the tube goes into the nut. Oh, <laughs> oh my, my god! god. <laughs> what I said it. What? Why isn't this the episode that gets erased? <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. But when I go to the doctor, they just go like that. Like, put out your elbow. That'll be my my crumb. Okay. <laughs> they go like this. <laughs> They go like this. One, two. Okay, you're good. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Because I get all squishy in there. Yeah. I use it like a stress toy. Oh, yeah. Me too. When I'm doing myself. (laughs) When I'm doing myself. All right. Enough of that. Let's go to the... Sorry, everybody. Why why is this not your sex shame? Yeah, I guess it is. I guess it is. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I've won. We'll be back in one American minute. Whenever I buy something, I always do my research, especially if it's something I'm going to ingest inside my body, because doing research before you buy means making better, more informed choices, especially when it comes to something like a stress or a sleep product like CBD. And that's where Next Evo Naturals, my new favorite CBD brand, knocks it out of the park, which isn't always the case. A study by an independent lab confirmed that some brands contain up to 60% less CBD than they claim on the label. But with Next Evo, you can trust you are getting the best of the best. They use smart sorb technology. Trust me, if you have tried CBD in the past and you weren't impressed, give it another go with Next Evo. Smart sorb, is, <laughs> smart sorb has been proven to have 30 times better absorption in the first 30 minutes and four times the overall absorption as other products. And you can tell their stress gummies, which are CBD and whole plant ashwagandha are lifesavers when I'm feeling overwhelmed or anxious, or if that stress manifests in my body in some tight way, if I just can't get on with my day, face my inbox, handle company coming over, they are my secret weapon to round the edges and get me back to feeling ready to face my day. If you've tried it before, I swear next evening, is different gets in fast you know how you feel so you can dial in the dose and get it just right upgrade your cbd and show your support of the show go to nextevo.com slash weird to get 20 percent off your first order of 40 bucks or more that's 20 percent off 40 bucks or more at nextevo.com slash weird this episode is brought to you by better help Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. Like before I went to therapy, for real, I had no idea what codependency was or how to end a relationship in a healthy way or set up boundaries with family and people I worked with. But that's what therapy is all about, deepening your self-awareness and your understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk things through with a professional. That's what BetterHelp does. They connect you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. It couldn't be easier because the more you know about yourself, the more easily you can maneuver through life with less suffering and more clarity relationships, grief, loss, anxiety, you name it. Talking about it with a professional is greater than the sum of its parts. We always say that on the show. It helps. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch at any time for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash weirdo today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash weirdo. We're back. We're back. We're back. Guess, We're, who, guess who did Guess who's back? Guess back who, again. Huh? Guess who did the pod today? I know. Tell tell the people. Just tell them. I can't. I know. I shouldn't say. Um, you're gonna have to tell them sometime. Might as well be now. <laughs> well, I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> and there's a relief mm -hmm. because if this person had been not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I texted, not that this is bad, but I texted Keenan Thompson the other day mm -hmm. and he didn't reply to me. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> and now whenever I see Keenan Thompson on my YouTube, I'm like, why didn't he reply to me? You know, so there's a cost. Sure. There's a cost to be out here. 
People sure. are always like, we out here, but they don't talk about the cost <laughs> of being out here. There's a risk. There's Basically, a risk. I ask 30 people out on a date every I know. month. It's awful. I'm constantly setting up these, it's just lunch coffee <gasps> dates. That is the worst part. And if one of them breaks my heart, whole TV shows and movies are ruined. This That's is true. A, but that actually doesn't happen that often. A lot of people say yes. And almost, I, I can't think of a person that did the podcast and then I was like, well, their work now stinks to me. That's never happened. Yeah. That I can think of. I can think but, of somebody, but I'll tell you off mic. <laughs> hilarious. Are they on a cartoon? Yeah. <laughs> Juice, juicy, juicy, juicy. Um, wow that that's that's devilishly delicious. It's not even that bad. There was no. one episode of You Made It Weird. I've referenced it many times. Where very clearly, ten minutes in, I was like, "Oh, this person got this through their publicist and had no idea what right. they were coming into." That's all that was. Yeah, person is fine. It just wasn't a great flowing. It wasn't a love connection. It wasn't a love connection. And like I could tell 10 minutes and I was like, oh no, like I feel bad for you. Yeah. Same thing happened with Bill Nye actually, but Bill did a great job. It was a great Mm. episode, but he was clearly, he came in emanating the energy of someone who had been working on their book Mm. for days alone and was probably in a good role, good Mm. flow, and then interrupted it to come talk to me. But he was a champ. He pulled it. He wow. pulled it in. He found it. But nice. I felt terrible because yeah. I know how hard it is to get into that space. And I could feel it coming off of him. Ooh, interesting. A- any usel. Um, this person. <sighs> maybe it's not that big of a deal. Big deal to me. Chris Evans from. Bam, bam, bam. Marvel's from The everything. Avengers. <laughs> from Knives Out. <laughs> from. From uh, uh, the Handsome Guy Club, from <laughs> and you know what, man, you guys are gonna hear it. It'll be out soon. I was like one of us, one of mm. us, like really, like, like a true really weirdo. Seemed... Like he's into thinking about life, mm-hmm. thinking. I, there, no spoiler here. I actually wouldn't want to spoil it because it's such a delight to watch how it unfolds. Mm. But like down to talk about everything, interesting about everything, funny. And he had never done a podcast. This was his yeah. first podcast. It happened over the gram. Yeah. It happened over the gram. And I tried to go through his reps, ghosted. And I'm not plugging his new movie. <laughs> I kept getting ghosted, ghosted, ghosted. And eventually, it's funny, my whole life is dictated by feelings of contraction and expansion. And when I'm contracted, I don't write emails. And then when I get off, exercising or, or being with you and Leela, something opens me up and makes me yeah. feel good and like feel, remember potential, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like you're reminded, what's the big deal? Ask a person out and you, and you mess it. And I just, and what I love about having phones in our pockets is that like when that feeling strikes, you can just do it. Yeah. So like, if you ever see me on my phone, sometimes it is not that you ever get mad at me. I'm just saying sometimes it's just because I go, okay, I, I feel in my power and I feel like it's okay to uh, say, Hey man, I'm sorry. Like I, cause we had just been messaging each other, which was so fun. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to ruin it. Yeah. And I was like, look, I don't want to, I don't want to fuck this up. I'm enjoying messaging you. This is cool for me. I don't know if I said any of that, but something like that. It's <laughs> a big deal for this me. It's a big deal for me. <laughs> um, bring the shield, bring the shield. Um, but I was just like, 
I tried going through your reps, just was honest. And, and it, he said, yes, and let's do it. And next thing I know, we're planning it. And I kept waiting for him. I was like 99.9% sure mm. that he was going to bail just because. That's what people do sometimes. That's what, that's what people do. Once you get to us, one of the perks of being a wallflower, of <laughs> being a person <laughs> like that is that I imagine from the people that we know that are like that is your life gets so big that everyone sort of understands. Yeah. It still hurts your feelings, but you're like, Oh, I'm on a helicopter to Paris, <laughs> you know, and right. you're like, from New York. And you're like, yeah, we're going for it. And it's like, <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Across the sea. <laughs> I don't think he's going to make it. He, he really didn't want to do the podcast. And then I don't know. I'm just, I, it was, it was so fun. And now I like, those movies are still in play for me. <laughs> and the, re- the best part about it is that you can still watch those movies. Well, if he had been a turd bird, I, yeah. I, I would have gone away and been like, well, there went Winter Soldier. It is pretty impressive that, I, I mean, it makes me think that maybe he wasn't always that good looking. I don't know. That's what we talked about. I was like, there's a vulnerability to you. Yeah. And I mean this very sincerely. There's something... Just a little, and it's really just interesting. You could say the same about Robert Downey Jr. You could say about a lot of these stars, Mm. but there's something, it was a beautiful glass portrait and someone just tapped it with the back end of a baton, like Mm. the, like the handle of a a wooden bat that like an old Bobby would carry in London (laughs) in like 1912. (laughs) You just sort of like. You just crack the glass once. It's still beautiful, mm. but there's something. Yeah. And those cracks as a, not just Chris, I'm talking about all art. Mm. I really think a certain type of audience bleeds over these glass portraits of people, musicians, artists, and those cracks are where you seep in. It's where you can land. Yeah, It's where you can find them. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the, we didn't talk about this, but one of the reasons he worked his, Captain America was because when he was the scrawny version, the little guy, you felt his face communicated so much Mm. vulnerability and Mm. that carried over into buff guy. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Same is true for a lot of, a lot of, a lot of those dream boats. Not going to work here anymore. (laughs) Not going to, um, you mentioned the moment of expansion and I wanted to talk a little bit about how we're, we set schedules for ourselves and oh god can we talk about it it's been a game changer and it is so funny that it's just this is something that i learned like at this time last year and then forgot it for a year and (laughs) And didn't even forgot it for a year didn't even forget it knew that i needed to have a schedule kept saying like i need to make a schedule for myself because something like incomprehensible happens when I just schedule out everything I need to do and carve out specific times for him throughout the week. It's like time accordions out Mm -hmm. and it expands in this impossible way. And then it's like a room full of birds, (laughs) (laughs) just impossible to get them all down. (laughs) (laughs) Was that worth interrupting? Yes, actually, this one I did. A scheduleless week is like a room full of fucking birds. Yeah, it is, and it's like there's you're trying to like catch them with your hands, and I don't know. I can't continue your weird metaphor, but you didn't even need to. I I like to catch them with your hands. I 
yeah, so I've been trying to to finish this script for like a year and I just won't do it because I'm like, there's just, I have to clean the house and I got to get the cars and there's, oh, I got to sign Leela up for summer camp. I got to like all these things that I just are so nebulous that I just pluck different birds out mm-hmm. <laughs> above the mm-hmm. room. Mm-hmm. And, and so it results in me constantly doing things but feeling like I've I've never get anything done. Yeah, the camouflage of fake productivity. Yeah. And the second I just sat down and was like, all right, I write from 10 to two, 12. From bo- 12 to 1. It helps as one, a couple I... that we're like 10 to 12 is when we're all writing. Yeah, exactly. And like I go to this these dance classes on these days and these Pilates classes on these days. And then I do house stuff and I do adulting. And it's like... Uh, like yesterday I had therapy and I was telling her about the schedule and I was like, I'm sitting here in front of you today with all my laundry done. My house is clean. I just got done writing for two hours. I've been exercising and like, I don't understand. It's all the same ingredients, but without structure, none of it gets in the pot. (laughs) We've talked about this before, but how much of life, is someone else making you a, a schedule, like high school, yeah, college, and then a job. Someone else makes you a schedule. And these are how universities, high schools, and, and uh, corporations flourish. Mm-hmm. It's because they understand that like making a schedule. And you and me are just two dinguses floating around. Mm-hmm. And things have worked out. And my sort of ADD, I hate when people say they have ADD, my sort of scattered style yeah write an email when you think of it works for the most part mm-hmm. but the great thing about being told that i had slightly high higher cholesterol than last year and it turns out by the way it's because i went to a brain doctor and they were like take a lot of fish oil so they're giving me like the triple the dose of fish oil mm. that it, the bottle recommends every day so that yeah. jacked up my cholesterol which right. obviously makes sense but she was like so i would extra i would do more cardio yeah. And then like you and I both, I think Leela is finally starting to kind of have a more normal schedule herself. And you and I were like, let's do schedules. I think it has a yeah. lot to do with the fact that it's spring. I do too. And that's okay. And I think and I, we've already pledged that we're like, let's help ourselves remember in the winter that we yeah. have to keep doing this. Go ahead. Yeah. And or be okay in the winter of like, maybe this isn't the season for this. But like in seasons where we have stuff we want to get done and we just can't get organized to do it, this is really important. Yeah. My attic brain goes like, no, this is forever. I have to do this forever. Right. But I'm I'm with you. Everything is seasonal. I I think I I told the story on the Chris Evans podcast. I think maybe I told this on the one that got erased, but I'm going to say it again um, in case I, I haven't said it. I noticed that part of my routine is when I wake up in the morning, a voice in my head says, we need something to worry about. Mm. And I, I said to Chris today, I was like, I think that's good. There, there's something about putting grain in silos and what are we going to eat this winter and yeah. how are we going to pay the electric bill and all these different things. You need That's kind of the good side of what are we going to worry about. Yeah. So I'm not disowning that. But it's gotten a little mutated and out of control in that like it's Saturday and the bills are paid and everything's fine and I'd like I'd like the guy we call Pete to show up Mm -hmm. for himself Mm -hmm. and for the family 
and for life. Yeah. And we have a, a Peloton. I'm not being paid to say that. Although I guess you should say that. Maybe we are being paid by Peloton. We're not. We ha- <laughs> You have a Peloton. Mm-hmm. And I have used it in the past. I've gotten burnt out because I love it. And then I burn myself out. Um, and then I stop. But I just did it, I think it was three days in a row, 20 mm-hmm. minutes in, in the morning. Because mm-hmm. Dr. Andrew Huberman, the internet psychologist. <laughs> um, Does he want to be called that? <laughs> I don't think so. I love Dr. Huberman. I'm just teasing that he's like the YouTube psychologist. But I mean, he's totally legit. He says the best thing to do is in the morning, first thing before you do anything is exercise like something's chasing you. <laughs> really? He's like that. It's, it's the best thing you can do for your mental health. Obviously, I've already been told that 20 minutes of cardio is the same as taking Prozac. It's the mm. same mental benefit. Mm. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm going to try this. I'm going to get up. This is the new experiment. Instead of getting up whenever Leela gets up, if I get up at six, which I almost always do, because mm-hmm. there's a bird out our window that I now love him because he gets me up at six. Mm. I get up and I'm like, okay, I have this sneaky hour. And I get up and I, and I, so three days in a row, I did Peloton. That's all. And on the third day, I woke up and my brain went, we need something to worry about. And this naturally occurring counter voice was just there. Like I had installed a new program, meaning no efforting. Mm. I didn't go like, let's stop the voice. It was in there in the same way the first voice was in there. Right. Naturally. And it just went, maybe we don't. Mm. And I was like, what? Like I'm used to the loudest voice, meaning the voice that I control, the Mm. thoughts that I sort of elect to have. I can go, maybe we don't. Like I can say it back. Mm. I'm not used to something being seeped into the pavement, Mm. into the deep, where Mm -hmm. the the first one said, we need something to worry about. And from the same place it went, or maybe we don't. Because it it listened to that voice because it was so close. Yeah, The first voice listened to the second voice because I was like, well, this guy works in the same office as me. (laughs) Maybe we don't. It wasn't me just trying to push it down. Right. Jeez, I'm crow. Three days of cardio. Mm -hmm. And I like overcame like a fundamental just kind of of anxiety that you just kind of have until what? After your coffee, after you've seen some friends, I don't know. Yeah. So my schedule super boring. I do want I want you to share yours too. No, we're no, we're no, writing no. from 10. Okay. I'm doing Peloton 3 times a week and I'm on the other days I'm doing 30 minutes on the treadmill just uh, what's it called? Interval training. Mm-hmm. So two minutes kind of slow walking, one minute fast walking for mm-hmm. 30, 33 minutes. Mm-hmm. And on the treadmill days, because that's easier, I also lift weights. Mm-hmm. And on the Peloton days, uh, there's no there's no weights. That's just, that's the only thing you're doing because it's harder. Mm-hmm. And then I'm trying to sauna three times a week and then, and then writing from 10 to 12. Mm-hmm. When you say it like that, that's not that many things. There's plenty of time for, as you said, I loved it, adulting. Yeah. Like I have to reply to emails. I have to do mm-hmm. all that stuff. But what happens, I went from feeling like there's so much to do mm-hmm. and no time to do it. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I just said, like, here's the schedule, two days of it, I went, there's not enough to do. Yeah. You're, you're like, everything is done. <laughs> I was I at lunch today and I went, fuck, I have to work out. And then I went, I already worked out. Nice. It was one that's of the best great, feelings in my life. That's a great feeling. I yeah. was like. That's why I'm sore. I'm yeah. sore because <laughs> the working out in the morning thing is fascinating too. I'm really trying to find my best time to exercise because I 
I think I do ideally need to do it in the morning because otherwise I'll just get caught up in the rest of the day and then I won't do it. That's the bank robber. You do it before before anyone else is even up. Yeah, but I, I'm not, I can't just wake up and exercise. I will hate it. I am such a slow waker-upper. I have to lure myself out of I bed. I said learner. Hey, um, I have to lure myself out of bed by being like, don't worry, baby girl. You can stay cozy. You can drink coffee. You can just ease into this. Yeah. And that's why like Leela and I do most of our fighting in the morning because she'll wake up <laughs> and just be like, like she, she does up. wake up immediately. Like get yeah. out of here. Yeah. She woke up the <laughs> other day in our bed and was like, I want to be alone in here. Get out, get out of here. And I was like asleep. Yeah. I was like, what? I can't, I don't want to wake a banana pig. <laughs> yeah like oh i'm often waking up to her just like being already furious or asking something of me and i've i've put my foot down in this weird way where i i'm like i will not carry you down the stairs in the morning my body can't do it i'm too tired it won't i will not do it so this morning our compromise was she sat on my lap and we scooted on i scooted on my butt down the stairs <laughs> because she won't walk down the stairs and i won't carry her we're we're you guys are a little comedy (laughs) duo we're already having it's funny you reminded i'm reminded you reminded me that that's what i do because another thing the internet psychologist dr andrew huberman says is to (laughs) delay your caffeine have i I yeah i think so that if you don't if you wait 90 minutes after you wake up your body has more time to shed the sleepies. Mm-hmm. And if you drink caffeine before you've shed your sleepies, these are the technical terms, that's why you crash in the afternoon. So anyway, I try to wait 90 minutes before I drink coffee. And when I get up at six and I don't want to get up, mm. I'm trying to get in touch. It's just a good time. The spring, good time. You know, seasonally, it just feels like a good time to carpe some fucking diems. Yeah. And when I don't want to get up, I go, if you get up, you'll be able to drink coffee sooner. Sooner, there you go. And I've seen data about that. I've seen people use other coffee. I've seen people use nicotine Mm. as a motivator to get up, Mm. to train your body. I'll give you this addictive substance Mm -hmm. if you get up. Yeah. And if I sleep that extra half hour, I have to wait another half hour before I have my coffee. So I just get up at six. That's really interesting. Yeah, I... Uh, that is what I'm learning is so when an, uh, another thing like about being in the bird room, when you're when I'm not on a schedule, what ends up happening is I start my morning sort of chasing like I'm going to get coffee. I want to see friends. I want to eat something delicious. I'm going to look on Instagram. And then when those if that's how I start my morning, I have set myself into a like brain groove where I am just chasing a cheap dopamine hits all day and it's torturous. I actually hate that feeling. It's the worst. It's the worst. And cause you're just like, now what do I got? Like I've already did everything. Like what, you know, that's why to avoid sugar because sugar makes you want sugar later. It's not because it's evil. It's because you get on like a treadmill. And what I'm finding about sugar I swear it, uh, it isn't just that sugar makes me want, if I have something sugary in the morning, 
It's not just that it makes me want sugar all day. It makes me want all day. I, it's like it wakes. I know it exactly what you mean. Hypes up my want monster, and I cannot get enough of like that dopamine hit. Yeah. And what I'm learning from the schedule is that I will do things because it's on the schedule. This is the time to do it. So if I don't, I don't want, I mean, you know, also part of the schedule is exercising more. So I'm doing, I'm trying to dance five to six times a week. Not all of them are super cardio. A lot of them are though. Uh, And then do Pilates three to four times a week. And I'll do it because it's on the schedule. And I'm like, I don't want to do this right now. And I'm just remembering the feeling. This is a different groove in my brain of not wanting to do something, but still doing, doing it anyway, staying in the discomfort of it, and then feeling so good after you did it. Yeah. And the those are the like the hard-earned dopamine hits, and they feel a hundred times yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. And once you start your day doing that. You'll you do start, it the rest of the day. You do it the rest that, of the day. I know, guys. If you're if this is not the season you're in, I I know that this might be annoying. Yeah, allow may, for all the. Seasons. Or maybe you're talking to a part of you that's dormant, and maybe it'll blossom later, or maybe yeah. it'll blossom today. It doesn't matter. I just know every feeling. Absolutely. And we both happen to be in this lit up way, but what I've noticed is the exact same thing. So I get up, and then I do the. Let's say I do the Peloton and then the next thing I do is I get in the cold plunge, which when you're really hot and worked up feels great. But it's like this, it's this, I don't know. It's like, it's like, it's not a drill sergeant. It's just like you're starting before you and Leela are even awake. Mm-hmm. I forced myself to get up. Mm-hmm. I forced myself to exercise. By the way, that's what I love about Element, LMNT, the, the, the electrolyte drink that we've been talking about on the pod. That's another motivator. I love it so much. I I drink that in the morning. So there's this routine, Mm -hmm. like get up. Don't even think about the bike. Just get up and drink your element. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I get the the chocolate one. I know this sounds like I'm doing an ad. I'm not. I love the chocolate flavors. I didn't think I would. Mm -hmm. So it's this like treat in the morning. Mm -hmm. It's got, it's a salty chocolate drink that I chug and it just gets you ready to exercise. Then I am on the bike. Then you do the cold plunge. Then I get in the hot tub, which is this great reward. Yeah, that's got to feel it's so the best. good. Sometimes I'm in the hot tub and I go, "Oh fuck, this, I did it! I'm in this. I'm in the place. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm in. I'm, I just have to sit here in, in yeah. hot water." Yeah. And um, the rest of the day, the trash needs to be taken out. You just take it out. Mm-hmm. The car needed to be washed. I just went and washed it. I know the gate needed to be fixed. I just call. I know I just called a guy, but sometimes. I can't call a guy. I know. We're, I can't do it. We're so similar in that where you just are like paralyzed. You're like, I know what needs to be done. I maybe even have a minute to do it. And like, I I cannot do it. Yeah. And so, yeah, this is like a way. It's like momentum is so key for me. Yeah. Getting in like a nice, not like it's, we're just like going so fast, but like just getting like a steady momentum happening. You become like a, one of those tennis ball machines that just pops out tennis balls. Yeah, yeah. And when you're not, you're like, how could I ever... By the way, drink lmnt.com slash weird if you want to try that. I mean, you, you did promote it. You were promoting it. 
Well, I do want to promote it. Oh, yeah, great. Because if the ads do well, then they stay on. Okay, and it's great. also something I like. <laughs> so hopefully you guys will like it too. But that that did just turn into a promo. <laughs> um, that's it, guys. We're out of here. Yeah. Thanks for listening to a couple of dopes. Just dopamine dopes. D- dopamine dopes. Yeah, we're all jacked up. Don't worry. If Don't you worry. like the sad sack, I ate a whole bag of pretzels, people. We'll, They'll we'll be, be back. They'll be around. Tune in in the fall. <laughs> yeah, tune in deep winter. Yeah. And I'll be like, I jizzed on the Peloton. Holmes, <laughs> 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 I jizzed on my Peloton. <laughs> Um, make a banana pancakes stay crispy you dope ass motherfuckers keep it crispy